Hey guys, it's your boy Noir. Have you ever heard of Noir? Nah, not me. I mean Noir Coin. Noir is a decentralized digital currency created to ensure your transactions are secure, private, and untraceable. They use this fantastic protocol called Sigma, which provides you complete anonymity over your funds. It has a 2.5 minute block time. What I thought was really cool is that it's a community governed currency. So all of the decisions are made by the community. So check it out. It also has no max supply. So anyone can mine Noir and use it every day as a daily payment method. You want more information? Make sure you follow them on Twitter at NoirCoin. That's at NoirCoin. And make sure you check them out at NoirOfficial.org. That's NoirOfficial.org. You're listening to the only place on the internet that offers the perfect blend of high-quality premium cigars and cryptocurrency news and commentary. Welcome to Cigars and Crypto. Now here's your host, Invest Noir. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another episode of Cigars and Crypto. And I am so happy to have my friend, you know him as The Voice. My friend, how are you? I'm fantastic. How are you doing today? I'm well, sir. I cannot complain. I cannot complain. Let's jump right in, my friend. How did you get into cryptocurrency? Well, you know, I, I for me, it was kind of a, a long journey, but I'll make it quick. I grew up in the Bay Area. So in my 20s, I hit the dot-com phase and I came through um, all of that wonderful pipe laying that all those companies did building all the internet. And so, of course, I was immersed in that environment. Having no education, knowledge, skills myself, um, I worked for a company that was a, a luxury company and uh, we helped people acquire assets. And uh, so when it came to building web pages, internet back in that early night period, it was, uh, it was me who said, hey, that sounds like fun. So that's kind of how I got started. It, it was in that time frame that we started talking about digital currencies and, uh, you know, the digital cash and all of that. We were looking at integrating all of those things. And then fast forward, of course, you know, a little bit longer, about to 10, 15 years later, um, I did a little bit of gaming and those, uh, you know, that got really big during that uh, latter part of that 90s and early 2000s. Um, and, you know, there was a, a game that everybody played called Ultima. And, of course, I had a friend who had told me about it and they were doing cash and digital trading. So, of course, it's always been in the background in my, my brain. So when around 2010 rolls around, this same friend who was a, a, a complete nerd um, really got into Bitcoin 2010, 2011, and he said, hey, you really like this kind of stuff. You should try it. But unfortunately, at that time, um, even as I was interested, giving it a try and getting on the, uh, the, the forums and everything at that time and trying to figure out how to install everything, get it going. And I know you have some mining experience. I kind of gave up after a while. Mm -hmm. And uh, uh, during that same time frame, I started a, um, a consumer activism career where I helped people in the luxury industry. Uh, make good decisions on their purchases and protecting them. And uh, so doing all of these 
these two things together, I started listening to podcasts like we're doing right now. And uh, one of the ones I listened to was uh, Leo Laporte's podcast. And he had Steve Gibson on. And they talked about Bitcoin. So my friend was telling me about it. And then I listened to this podcast with Steve Gibson. And then a few months later, maybe it was six months or a year later, then uh, Gavin was on Leo Laporte's podcast talking about Bitcoin. And I told my wife and I said, we really got to get into this stuff. You know, so this is early on. So, of course, I dug into it again and probably 24, 48 hours later, because it's so difficult, I gave up. And uh, so it was not until 2013 that I, I actually was able to get a wallet installed, gave up about 48 hours later because I couldn't get my computer to sync. And that is my intro into crypto. It's all through just contacts and being interested and having other people, relationships, talking to you and, and media personalities talking about what is possible in this. So now I've read all the books I can read. So I'm here now. So we're, we're going up into 2013, giving up. And then in 2014, 2015, I got involved with some Bitcoin and getting involved in ETH. And of course, uh, you know, we all had that problem with the Dow, you know, coming shortly after that. And um, at that point in time, I decided I was going to leave my career uh, around 2015 and start doing crypto full time. Now, that's um, interesting. Yeah. So that even, even with the Dow <laughs> kind of affecting us negatively, um, I just sort of slowly, I, I should say, just through osmosis, jumped in. And uh, I, I, I call myself a virus. So mm. I, I infect different communities I join. And I tend to get in and get involved in their support programs. Um, and I help individuals fix problems in their wallets, uh, getting connected, recovering wallets, doing all sorts of things. Because I know nothing about this. If you've broken a wallet before um, or you can't get your sync to happen and it could be many reasons why I've done it all. I've lost coins. <laughs> I've, I've, I've completely corrupted wallets where I didn't back them up and I didn't, wasn't able to recover them. Um, so if you, if you're in that situation, I've already done it before. And so what I do now today going now we're at 2019 is I live my life helping people um, get through issues to help make crypto easier. I know that's a catchphrase right now, but I work in communities where that's their whole entire goal is to make crypto easy. And I know you have mining experience. So, I mean, I'm, I'm impressed with, with all the, uh, the proof of work mining. I do most of my work in proof of stake, but uh, mm -hmm. I've, I've listened to you talk about that. So that's, that's what I find interesting is the proof of work. So that's how I got started. Okay. I, you know, the overarching theme of uh, what you just said to me um, really talks about community and yeah. relationships and how these relationships expose you to different uh, opportunities and aspects and areas of life. And I think having a community that is aware and knowledgeable that can effectively and simply communicate information to its members and to members outside, uh, to folks outside of the community, it's critical. I like that you assist people in this space. I'm actually on your site right now, which is nocrypto.show. It's K-N-O-W-C-R-Y-P-T-O dot show. And I'm looking at the articles that you have here, 
And it's just really good information for someone who has questions about things. Now, we briefly communicated via Twitter before we set up this interview, and you were telling me something about Divi. What is oh, Divi? Yeah. <laughs> Divi is a, is a cryptocurrency that is a, a proof-of-stake cryptocurrency that um, it is embodying everything. Before everybody was even talking about it, crypto made easy. And, you know, they did come in during that ICO time frame and um, didn't do very well. In fact, their ICO stunk because, of course, of those little miniature ice ages we had before the major one. And um, this team here, I, I got involved in their community. I, I was an ICO participant earlier on, um, but they adopted me into their community because I had an interest in, in helping people. And I just started making videos for them. And, uh, you know, people get stuck. I mean, you know this and I know this now today, but if you're getting started in this right now, and I don't care whose wallet you download, I don't care what it is, proof of stake, distributed proof of stake, <laughs> proof of work, I don't care. Trying to figure this stuff out is not easy. And, uh, you know, they're trying to make it a lot easier. And so with a few clicks, you can set up masternodes. Uh, they're going to integrate with a, a remittance and banking company down in Costa Rica. So the unbanked literally will be able to have a, a bank account with an IBAN, well, loosely a bank account, an IBAN number. Uh, and uh, Divi will be the currency that uh, is uh, part of the ecosystem. So Divi is going to go after the banking system and they want to cut fees to nothing. And this is happening. So that's the one community I'm in, which is, which is crypto made easy. The other community I'm in, which is Blocknet, which is, I think, how we also got a little, little tag in there. Agreed. And, and Blocknet is, I think you had Arlen on the show once, didn't you? I, I listened to that show. As a matter of fact, I had my mind blown by Arlen Colwick. He is a really bright guy. Yeah. And uh, Blocknet is an amazing project. I tried to shield them as frequently <laughs> as possible uh, because what they're doing is amazing. It's amazing. I'm in, I'm in two amazing communities. So that's, that's, that's the one thing. You're talking about how people, blockchain is totally about people connecting. It's not about the currencies as much. I mean, it is, but it is about connecting and it is about opportunity. And if you ever want to get involved, as you know, if you want to make something in cryptocurrency, I, I don't care who you are, you can dig into a community, get involved. I, I, you know, I, I do want to say this. You can tell the health of a cryptocurrency by its community. Um, That's correct. You, you, if you go into a community and it's filled with um, shill programs and rain bots and people just standing around so they can get tokens or coins or anything. I mean, Bitcoin didn't do that. I mean, right. I mean, they did give things back and forth and people traded, but this wasn't just people standing around doing nothing. If the community is filled with doers, you have a good project potentially on your hands and you can become part of that. So don't, don't not get involved. Don't not open your mouth. Don't not offer help. Um, definitely whatever community you're looking at or getting in, like I heard you, I listened to your nano um, uh, interview. 
get involved in that community. See where you can help. And I remember you asking, and he said, you're welcome anytime. So I've listened to several of your podcasts. Um, I appreciate it. So, Thank you. So, and before you asked me to be on your show, by the way. So, uh, <laughs> so and just making sure that's clear. So it is about people. And I think that's what happens is when we get into communities, when every single post is what's price, what's price, when Lombo, when Lombo. Those kinds of people are okay. They just need to be converted to being doers as opposed to just sitting on their computer hoping to day trade. And there's nothing wrong with that, but uh, it doesn't help the community at all. So Divi is a great community. BlockNet is an interoperability protocol that is completely mind-blowing. And open source as it is, anything is possible. If you want to share from one blockchain to another without wrapping it up in some crazy token or some contract or blah, blah. It, it, it is pure decentralization and pure atomic swap. So you have two different communities that I'm strongly in. Divi, which is mind-blowingly crypto-made easy, not even approachable by anybody else in the market yet, right? I mean, everybody will get better. Um, and then BlockNet, which is if you're a developer on a chain and you want to hook your bank up with a blockchain, it's possible with BlockNet without having to go through all these hoops just use the APIs. So yeah, I'm sorry. I talk a lot. <laughs> no, 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 my friend. You're all right. You're in good shape. As a matter of fact, do me a favor. Let's yes, take a quick break. I want to get a word in from my sponsors. And then when we come back, I want to talk more about side chains, atomic swaps, interoperability, and community. Okay. All right. All right. We'll be right back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back, everyone. It's your boy, Noir, and I am so happy to have my man, The Voice, on the show with me today. You know, before the break, we were talking about community and we were talking about BlockNet. Tell me your thoughts on side chains and interoperability. You know, that's one of those are a couple of the buzzwords or buzz phrases that have been floating around the community since maybe 2011. The ability to transfer assets between chains, whether they be SHA-256 or uh, Ethereum-based chains or SHA-3. And sure. I think when that occurs, when that begins to flourish and blossom in the community, I think the world of finance and the world of data integrity as we know it is going to change. When you have the ability to transfer assets across chains, I believe that maximalism will go away. Tell me what your thoughts are on interoperability, atomic swaps, and side chains. Well, I, th I think, you know, with interoperability, I mean, you hit the nail on the head. It is, it is getting two things to communicate that in essence, you know, you're talking about almost language. If you have somebody who speaks Russian and we speak English, we've got no way to talk. We, we are autonomous individuals, but we can't speak together. And these chains are like that. So you have to develop a method so they can communicate together. And, and BlockNet does do that without having to wrap it all up in, into something else. Um, BlockNet is the, that universal translator. So if I need to speak Bitcoin and then you need to speak Litecoin, um, we can then communicate through the BlockNet protocol, right? So that router that they make, it's all running together. 
um, without it being wrapped inside something. It literally listens and says, oh, hey, Litecoin says this, hey, Bitcoin says this, and we're swapping right there. And it uses that, that hash time lock contract, that atomic swap. Now, a side chain is something different, right? So some, sometimes we want to take something off chain so we could either make the transaction quicker or, or we want to move it off so we can confirm a transaction and then bring it back. Um, I'm not so hot on the side chains. You know, this is a personal preference and everybody has a different preference and, and I'm really strong on personal sovereignty um, and autonomy. And I think anytime we, we look at something, we're going to pull it off into another area. We take the autonomy away from that other chain and, and we say they don't have the authority. That's a completely separate subject. Lightning, chain lightning or, or lightning is a side chain, right? So I think there are times that, that people will want to use those. And I think there are benefits to those kinds of technologies. But when it comes to swapping, swapping coins, if we follow the Bitcoin improvement protocols, BIP65, and our chains are BIP65, right? They, they, they are compliant to that protocol then we don't have to worry about any of this stuff. We can use the inherent protocol built within and you and I, literally, without even seeing each other, we've never met in person, but if you said, hey, voice, um, I'm, I want to trade you some of, I want to trade some noir coin, right? So I'm going to trade some noir and, and you want some Divi. Literally, as long as both chains were BIP65, we could do it without any wrapping, without any tokens, without any smart contracts, without any side chains, literally wallet to wallet. That's what's amazing is that, that we're going back a long ways. That's what Satoshi envisioned was, was this kind of trustless trading. And it's yeah. built within the protocols. Agreed. So um, anyway, sorry. Yeah, it's a, no, 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 no. I'm agreeing with <laughs> I you. I get excited. I don't know if you can hear it. But. No, I, <laughs> trust me. I am as well, my friend. I, I totally agree with you. I, I think once this technology begins to go mainstream, yeah. Once folks identify that it is there, the idea of DeFi will be turned on its head and it yeah. will become larger than life. And what we think the uh, uh, capabilities of DeFi are and the aspirations of DeFi technology and companies will be, will be so far ahead of where they are right now, we'll be able to do things with DeFi that no one ever envisioned or imagined. Can it's, you imagine being no. able, you know what I mean? Can you imagine no, being able to, awesome. to get yen and, 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 and doonies, I think it's doonies or loonies or whatever the currency is, you know, you know instantaneously swap. Without it's, having a, a foreign exchange fee attached to it. It's possible and it's going to happen. And, and you know, I, I think that we're going to, and we're kind of getting into where you normally go in the show, what, where do you see things going? Um, I think when that happens, and I think we're heading that direction, and I think we see this current happening uh, in the political arena, no matter which country you're in you you if you're listening to this this podcast in in France it doesn't matter they're they're having conversations about cryptocurrency but it's hinging on one thing what about our banking system what about these entities and it's those 
entities that are going to fight us. And I think that we're, we're going to have a, 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 a push forward and then we're going to have some push back. And I think we're going to have some adversity. And I think with adversity, we get stronger. And I think that, that cryptocurrencies will get better because of that. Um, you know, it, it's, we, we need to make change. And what we've had in place for hundreds of years isn't working. And, and politically, I think we're slaves to this system. And, and the whole debt-based system is going to be turned on its ear. And it's not going to go quietly. It's not going to go, go silently. It's not going to go passively. It's going to go with a violent reaction. And I don't mean that in a physical sense, but I do mean it in a political and even a potential legal sense that, that we're going to have a road ahead of us. But the great thing is, is because we're decentralized, we are unstoppable. My friend, I think that was beautifully said. I want to take a moment to thank you for joining me on my show this evening. You are truly the voice. <laughs> Let me go ahead and put it out there. You are the voice, my friend. Now, look, tell everyone where they can find you online and on Twitter. Oh, on Twitter, I am at no crypto show on Twitter. You may also visit with me at www.nocrypto.show.com. You can hit me up there. And of course, on Telegram, I am also at no crypto show. And on Discord, I am the voice. Ladies and gentlemen, the voice. Sir, <laughs> thank you so much for your time. I really do appreciate Thanks it. Thanks for having me on, man. I appreciate it. No problem. You have a great night.